Hello and welcome. This is the Ultra Working Podcast. I am Chris Natterer and I'm here with our CTO, Lee Knowlton. And Lee, you had a really interesting realization, an observation this morning when you ran for a run. Uh, yeah, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, thanks, Chris, and appreciate getting to come back on the Ultra Working Podcast. So I was out training this morning and I was doing a rather intense run and I was timing myself. And we got down to the five-second mark. And I was like, moving good, moving good. And then down to the two-second mark, doing all right. And then down to one second. And premature celebration, I don't know what it was, but I I let like my body a little bit limp and just kind of, kind of like whimpered through the final second. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. I wonder where else I kind of let myself go or let myself down just a, a little bit before the finish line rather than pushing all the way through it. What do we think? I don't know. What, what is the, I'm, I'm thinking of what is the psychological sort of cascade? Like what's going on? Why do we sometimes take the foot off the gas pedal before actually making it through the finish line. And you can, you can exceed as I think in like, you know, professional athletes and even like at a high level where, you know, some people like lose the race on the, like in the last yeah. sort of stretch because they, they maybe, maybe it happens to them as well. Like what, what do you think that is? Yeah. You know, I, I used to race in high school. I was not amazing, but pretty decent. I won my first year of races and I have both one and lost races because of this. Uh, I lost a few before before I started winning them for the same reason. But uh, yeah, you see people take their, their foot off the gas at the end. And, you know, I noticed this when doing uh, high rep exercises too, and also when doing particular kinds of work. And I think it's not just me, obviously. Um, for example, doing push-ups, right? Uh, the, if I'm doing 30 reps, rep 29 and 30, I just, for whatever reason, seem much more difficult to keep that sustained effort all the way through. And, you know, sometimes doing some kind of work and you get 99% there and you, you kind of like mail in the last 1%. And, you know, what's the, what's the psychological premise here? I think, I don't know, first of all, but I would guess that it has something to do with being able to see the finish line and knowing something is going to end regardless of your level of effort. And so feeling like you can just let things happen um, rather than pushing all the way through. But you don't always get the results you want when you do this. And I think that's that's why this is interesting to talk about. That's why this is actually somewhat profound is, is because a lot of things can happen when you push through the end of a race. You can win or lose a race because of it. Yeah. Um, you can, it, I feel like it's a lot easier to get injured when you do a final sloppy rep um, I feel like some of the polish that comes from doing some of the results, some of the gains that you get from doing work come with that little bit of extra polish at the end. And so when you when you mail in this last percent, when you give up a little bit at the end, when you do the final rep a little bit sloppy, the, the results are just, they're not one second worse or one rep worse, but they're a magnitude worse. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like it's a really powerful principle I'm 
<laughs> both upset that it still happens to me, but glad that I can realize it so that I can work on it. It's almost like your body uh, arbitrarily um, sort of, um, how do you say, norm, norms or yeah, equalizes yeah. The, the perceived difficulty of a certain activity um, against the like against whatever a hundred percent of the activity is. So mm -hmm. I, I, I would be an interesting study, you know, if you if you had someone do um, thirty, like you tell someone to do like thirty push-ups and they do they do twenty yep. nine, and you I don't know if you can measure the perceived uh, difficulty or maybe the, there is some metric um, how difficult they perceive the twenty ninth push-up to be on on 30 push-ups versus you tell them up front, hey, you have to do 35. And even though they will have done 29 push-ups, regardless, at the same time, they might experience that a little bit uh, less intense. I, I, I can see this in, in you know, some, some kind of competition when, you, when you're doing have, like, having like a friendly competition with your friend and you're like, okay, let's do 30, let's do 40, let's do 50. And then someone else mm -hmm. says, okay, let's do five more. And you felt like you were on your last leg. Yeah. But all of a sudden, the bar got, got pushed further into the, the future. And I don't know, it just seems to uh, mobilize extra reserves that, that, that they were still present. Yeah, yeah. It either mobilizes extra reserves or it completely, completely breaks the person who can't do the other five. Um, and of course, you know, we're using 30 as an arbitrary number, but um, that's just like a, it's whatever the challenging number is for you, where it's just a little bit hard, but not, not at the very end. Um, I've also run races where my body just couldn't take the last 100 meters and it wasn't a mental thing. It was completely physical, but this, this phenomena I'm, I'm 99% sure is, is almost all mental. Um, it's a, it's a mental thing and, you know, you can, you can decide to push through it. Um, and if your body is able to, then perhaps there are times where you can push through it and get the rest of the gains. But I wonder what ways, what ways we can use to get around this odd mental trait that a lot of people may have. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, Uh, to your point about you know mental that that most of our perceived limits there are really truly mental. Um, when when you hear about uh, two fields that come to mind are uh, things like ultra marathons or these super high endurance races, where it seems to be like some people can run can run those. Uh, basically, it seems from their couch. Because they can just like so the, the capacity to do it from a purely uh, physiological perspective yeah. is present, but the mental and you, you just need the ability to push yourself mentally is really what it comes uh, comes to at least for completing it. I, I think you know for you know if you want to win that race, then you won't get around yeah. actually having trained for it. Uh, and then, um, you know, um, where, you, where you hear about the same so, sort of thing happening all the time is, uh, is, is special forces uh, elimination 
you know, training the, the, the first, uh, the first week where they're basically filtering for mental toughness and where very often you hear someone yell, well, we had this guy in our group. He was a, you know, national athlete, like track and field. And, and on a purely uh, performance metric, you should be able to outcompete all of us. But there was just some people on the teams who were tougher mentally, and those were the guys making it through the yeah. uh, the, the selection. So um, mental toughness actually being a, the more important factor than in, an innate capability. Like you really don't know where your limits are. Um, in terms of that, long before you reach your mental toughness limit. Indeed, and I think it would be interesting to dive deeper into what mental toughness is actually made up of, what what some of the different pieces and processes are in there. Uh, going back to the kind of original topic that we were on of of running through the finish line or or not running through the finish line, one of the things that I found really helpful in getting around this when I remember it, and I'm going to have to, now that I've noticed it, I'm going to have to train a little bit harder here, is, for example, with push-ups, never ending on a round number. Um, if my goal is to do 30 push-ups, you know, thinking of 30 push-ups as a goal is, is useful for me, and it's a nice round number, or 40 push-ups, or 50 push-ups, or whatever the set that I'm doing is. But when I'm actually doing them, never finishing at exactly 30, going to 31, and sometimes if I go to 31, I'm like, all right, I can go to 32. And then, and then stopping there, I'm not going to go crazy. I don't want to mess up my next set. But yeah, just that one extra. When I'm running a race or when I'm doing some hard training, going one extra second past when the timer tells me to stop. Um, and I'm also like lots of caveats here. Like I'm presuming I'm not lifting heavy weights. I'm presuming that I'm not running a sprint. Or, or like something super long where I can't sustain it for one extra second. Um, you could take all this stuff with a grain of salt, but just a little bit extra, just a little bit extra seems to be the hard rule here with work. Um, when I think something is done, putting an extra 30 minutes in to polish or operationalize or whatever it might be there. And honestly, I'm curious if other people have different techniques to, to deal with the same problem, the same phenomena. It's really interesting. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to model this because, I mean, I've, for weightlifting, I can really see that where, um, yeah, the the last third of the last rep is, is a quite dangerous uh, part because you're kind of like, you're already like, this is already over. I think this is what you're kind of thinking. I'm done. But you're not quite done. Like you're done when the bar has touched down again on the on the handles and and the weight is off your shoulders and and that's and it's really yeah that's that's really interesting. Um, I read something just a few days ago that I found helpful that maybe some related, maybe not quite the same concept of um, it, it was about around stopping when you feel like stopping on a project and like uh whenever you have the tendency to stop just do five minutes more that was the or five more just like okay i'm exhausted i want to yeah. stop I, i'm like uh, okay you can stop but just do five minutes more and I, it may be uh it's that extra little <laughs> bit of uh just ex also extending your 
you're pushing your, your boundaries just by a little bit, like automatically. Whatever you set as a target, yeah. you will go slightly above that every single time. And I think that's that, that might have an interesting you know effect if you if you run it out over a long a long time. It certainly can. It certainly can. That's that's an interesting principle too. Is going five minutes more, going a little bit extra. Uh, a nice hard rule to live by. I think these these hard rules that you can establish for yourself, if you actually use them, can be very helpful in getting around the weird tricks that our mind plays on us to get us to give up a little bit earlier than we need to or not push as hard as we need to or, or whatever it might be. And of course, if you're doing stuff out there, like take this all with a grain of salt, don't hurt yourself and, and email and like, Lee and Chris said I should do five minutes extra. No, 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 no. Um, none, none of this, but I think it is worth considering what, what's the natural place for your work to end and what would happen if you spent five minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes doing a little bit of extra polish, seeing what kind of gains you can get out of this. How would that make a difference the one time you do it? But what if you did this? 50 times over a month or something like that. What kind of difference would it have over the course of a year, over the course of five years and over the course of the rest of your life? I feel like, I feel like it's these little moments that can really add up over time and make a big difference in the long run. Absolutely. And um, yeah, on this, on this uh, note there, you're, you're getting, you will, you will get in many cases a little bit extra, but you will also just make sure that you're actually getting 100% of the thing that you're working on versus versus sometimes getting like 98, you know, 95, 97 by by not quite uh, finishing. So it's interesting. You actually need to. I don't know. We, we almost could say if you want to do a hundred, if you want to get a hundred uh, percent, you actually should aim for like a hundred and two percent. Is that is that? What do you think about that? Does that kind of uh, sound correct? It's a little bit abstract for me to grab onto. Um, I feel like like we don't have more than one hundred percent, but we underestimate where where we are in relation to one hundred percent. So, like w- what we think is one hundred percent is usually like eighty percent or something like that. And I guess we can trick ourselves into getting a little bit more. Um, at the same time, sometimes it's time to stop. But uh, yeah, never before the finish line never before the end of the reps and and the way I've been able to get around that is by adding a few to the end. Got it. So you already, um, so would you, would you basically set out with a, let's, let's stick with the example of, you know, doing, doing, doing mm. pushups when you, before you do the first pushup, will you sort of have the number 31 already in your, in your mind? Actually, no. Uh, and this is, this is, perhaps just a psychological trick I play on myself. I, I set out with the idea that I'm going to do 30 push-ups, but I have this strong distaste for ending on a round number. I feel like I have to do one more once I get to 30. Otherwise I'm like, man, I only did, I, I wanted to do 30 and I only did 30. Could have done 31. I could have pushed it a little bit more. And so there's, there's like a, a rule somewhere, somewhere that I'm not allowed to do a round number of push-ups, and but I also have to hit my target. So like twenty-nine isn't acceptable, but thirty is the target. 
But once I get to around 29 and 30 and something like that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do 31. I'm not going to finish here. Let's not, let's not let it sit at just 30. So that's, that's usually the way my psychology goes is I don't set out to do 31. Cause then I'll feel like I have to do 32. Maybe I set out to do 30. And then once I get to around 28, 29, I'm like, all right, we're going to 31. We're not stopping at 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would have been my, my, my follow-up question. When does this, when does this second year kick yeah. in? Like at what number do you switch to? Okay. No, it's forget 30. It's actually, I don't want to do 30. It's now 31. Okay. At the, at the very end, you do that switch. That's, that's really cool. It's very, very actionable. I mean, you can, you know, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll see to use that in my, my next set that I, I'll do on, on my workout and see if I can get that, find that extra second gear and uh, that little bit of extra um, push. Yeah. And just to summarize one more time, and then um, I, I think, you know, you lift really heavy weights and sometimes you do you do lighter things with reps as, as well, but it might not be doing an extra rep. It might be, you described uh, like lifting the barbell and putting it, putting it back down. It might be like releasing your focus at the point where your arms are down at their side again, rather than, rather than when you get the, like everything above you and you, you start to feel like you can set it down. So it might just be the point at which you start to, let go of your focus and relax. Um, that's the difference maker rather than doing one more rep with pushups. One more rep is easy to understand. And with running, you can go one more meter or one second longer or whatever. Um, I, I suppose it depends on the activity and exactly what you're approaching when you should put in at what point you should put in that extra bit of effort and, and what that actually looks like. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. I think, uh, Hey, it was a, it was a really interesting, uh, concept to think about i'm definitely going to uh, incorporate that into into the way i do things uh, thank you very much lee for uh, for this conversation My pleasure, Chris. and uh, yeah for everybody else thank you for listening to the ultra working podcast um, and as always uh, be well <laughs>